Welcome to How's Your E-Presence on Business Radio X. How's Your E-Presence is a show designed to help business people and companies understand how to implement social media better. We're all in business to make money. Why not use social media to help increase your revenues? This show is managed by ePresence, and ePresence ePresence manages social media for organizations that understand that business is done more effectively by the individual profile on social media. I'm Mark Galvin. We're coming to you live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio inside the Sinesta Gwinnett Place Hotel in Atlanta. And here on How's Your E-Presence, what we do, we talk a lot about social media. We try to figure out what is it, that intersection between business and social media that we all need to learn a little bit more about. Maybe we are, maybe you are very experienced on social media and you're always looking for a tip on ways you can optimize that a little bit more. Uh, maybe, you know, did you know 93% of buying decisions are influenced by social media? Well, how can you get in there and make sure that the buyer is influenced to buy from you? So those are some of the things that we talk about here on How's Your E-Presence. And also, as you probably know from listening to a past show, when we run How's Your E-Presence, we like to bring in a very special guest. Because you know what? Uh, quite frankly, I, I like to think I know a lot, but we like to bring in a guest to tell me that I don't. And so this month's guest to tell me that I don't know everything is Jane Bishop with Take the Next Step. Jane, welcome. Thank you, Mark. And I don't know everything either. Oh, no. How, but th- however, wait, wait, wait. what I do know, I know well. Yeah, but you did tell me that you were the smartest person I've ever met when I first talked to you. You don't, you, do you remember that? Well, well, this is true, but I think you've met a few people <laughs> since then. <laughs> well, I, I, Jane, you actually are very humble. You did not say that. I just put words in your mouth. But I am thrilled that you're here. And, and I am thrilled because you and I got on the phone. We talked the other day and had a great conversation about about how you can use social media as a, as a business and, and as a coach and, and what are those things that we all need to look at. And so I'm thrilled that you were willing to join me here and, and add a little bit more texture to this show. I want to talk a little bit more about you. There's some things that you do that I think are very important that I want our audience to know about. So first of all, you have a passion to help people go for their it. What does that mean? Well, it depends on the person. Okay. It's an objective. It's a it's a desire. It's some destination that they want to get to. Hmm. Okay. So if my destination is I want to climb Kilimanjaro, you could help me do that. I could. Do you? Would you climb with me? I would not. <laughs> <laughs> I would be your cheerleader. You would sit at the bottom of the hill. I would stay at the bottom of the hill and okay. be your cheerleader. Absolutely. That's great. I love that. So in your in your company, you offer coaching, consulting, and training services, mm-hmm. and your target audience is is mostly business people. Is that right? Business business owners, uh, new leaders. It could be new leaders. It What's could a new be leader? Mean? A new leader could be some in an organization, in a large organization. Okay. Perhaps they have been moved into a senior leadership role, like Ooh, one of my okay. clients is yeah. right now, has been promoted. Okay. They and they're learning. Yeah, and they probably need to get their sea legs. They do. Okay. It could be a team leader that is has been in that role for a while, but they want to refresh them their skills. They want to be a better leader. Well, we all need to learn. Yes, right? we do. We, we it's a lifetime of learning, and so there are things that we think we know yes. that maybe need to be polished. I would think. Absolutely, all the time, all of us. I just yeah. had a conversation before I came on the show with 
a gentleman about some certification and, and refreshing my own skills to keep things fresh and current. That's brilliant. So we all well, need good. to do that. So you've been doing this for 25 years? At least. You don't look like you're but 18. Oh, How okay. have you well, been doing I, this for 25 I, I, years? I was an, uh, started right out of kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> So, and, and you've done it in a lot of places. So I have. In academia, and you were in athletics. Explain I was. Explain that to me. Well, I was a women's basketball coach. I you was were not. I was the assistant coach of two men's basketball teams before it was popular, before women to be wow. involved in men's athletics. So, you know, the guy that owns the station? Yes. Mike Salmon, he mm-hmm. got hit with a baseball recently. He's got a big black eye. Did, mm. did you hear about that? I, I did hear about could that. Could you coach him on getting away out of the way of that ball next time? I, pr- I probably could if he were coachable. Yeah, that's the problem these days, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. You know, he's sitting over there trying to mind his own. He's, he's just checking emails. Yeah, and he goes, wait, they're talking about yeah. me. So there is, there's a few things I want to mention, and, and we're going to move on to talk about a little bit about social media. Um, so you went to Samford. That's the, the, not the Stanford. You went to Samford University. That's correct. And uh, there in, in, in Birmingham. In Birmingham, Birmingham, Alabama. I hear that's a beautiful campus. It is gorgeous. I, it, and it, no joke. This it, is, and, I'm not, and this is, you hear that, oh, it's a beautiful yeah. campus. No, I hear that Samford spends a lot of time and effort to make that campus absolutely stunning. They really do. They have kept up their their mission, the entire history of the, the university as they have expanded. They have maintained that. Oh, and not only do they offer excellent education, they do it in a beautiful setting. Yeah, I need to drive by. I, I'm in Birmingham a, a decent amount, mm-hmm. and so I need to drive by there and take a look at that. So um, you also went on to get your master's in education. I did. Wow. And then um, you went to the New Orleans Baptist Theology Seminary and it says M-A-C-E in, in Christian education. I don't know what that means. Master of Arts in Christian education. Oh, I have wow. two master's degrees. You like school. I do. You like I'm a learn. lifelong learner. I like that. So I am hoping that you can impart some of your wonderful knowledge on, on me today. I, I took something, and I called it a test, and you told me, no, no, Mark, that was an assessment. And it was the Strengths Finders 2.0, and it... It expressed, uh, it, you know, though that's that thing. I, I you go online. I get a book, and then you go online. You take the test, and it tells you what you're good at. This is going to surprise you. My number one on that was a communicator. No, is that a shock to you? Yeah, that, it shocked that, me. Uh, I'm really surprised. Yeah, I, I thought it was going to say that I was going to be a hermit. You know, I should probably go into a mountain somewhere and just sit and meditate. Mm-hmm. And uh, but yeah, that didn't happen. But you have you got a lot of certifications. You you can train a lot of things, including disc and development and managing of people, mastering the art of communication. It goes on and on and on. So I am excited that you're here. I'm excited that you spent some time with me and are willing to share some of this data data with us. And that you know, this can go on ongoing. We're going to have conversations again and again and again because you have you bring so much to the table let's get to social media absolutely there's let's some do great that. things going on because we can media. learn from each other i i will so, uh, impart some of your learning uh, to well, me Mark. let's let's see if that let's see if i can do that here's the first thing yes did you know that google plus is officially dead i thought i heard some sense of a funeral march recently yep. about that yep okay now i know what it was for yeah well it's because they uh google kind of gave away a bunch of data yeah, I kind of heard about that. Yeah, and so they decided that they would just go ahead and shut it down. Now, if you have, do you have a Google Plus account? Yes, but I've never used the Google oh. Plus part of it. So, well, and this is something that you bring up, I think that's really important. 
then in the in the beginning, we I think all of us have a Gmail account. Yes. I think it's probably ubiquitous. Most everybody has that. Early on when they launched Google Plus, they more or less created a profile for everybody if you had a Gmail account. So here's the problem. You may not remember that you started a, G, a Google Plus account, and you may not remember that you dropped photos on there, that you may have plugged in some data about uh, you know, your birthday, maybe some contact information. Mm. You might want to go, well, actually, not might. You should go yeah. out and delete it. Get that off of there because you know, you're leaving all these personal information nuggets all over the internet, and you should get rid of it. So think about this, not just Google+. What if, there, what if you had a MySpace page, right? What if you had, maybe you don't use Instagram anymore. Maybe you started a Pinterest account and you don't use it anymore. I want to urge anyone, if you have these personal accounts and you have personal information on those accounts, it's time to go to them and get rid of them. Just make sure that you, you your data is being, well, maintained, if you will. Because the other thing is, is passwords are could be compromised. And mm -hmm. if you use the same password on, on five accounts and one of them is compromised and they're all compromised. So a couple of steps I want to share is go to Google+, change the your birth date to a random date, delete or, or change the address, say the address is on there, or change whatever personal information you have there, then save it with the changes and then go in and delete the account. So what you're doing is you're gonna delete account and even if that data is saved somewhere in the cloud, what you're not doing is you're not archiving information that's real, you're archiving, archiving information that doesn't matter. And that's true for any type of social media that you stop using, go in, just change the data to something that's random, that's not you, save it and then delete the account. Facebook's interesting, they do a, um, they have a system where they'll archive your information for 30 days because they're really hoping you'll come back. So people that have deleted their Facebook account think that it's gone. It's it's not gone, yeah. and and often they're they're, they're holding mm -hmm. it because they're hoping you'll mm -hmm. come back. Absolutely. Um, now I don't recommend that anyone jump off of Facebook, and I, and I do mean this. Facebook is uh, in many ways is going to be the future of entertainment. I think that television will be migrating to Facebook, uh, a Facebook style program. So. I would encourage that you keep things there, but check your personal uh, uh, security settings to ensure that um, that you're not sharing something you don't want to share that may be there. So always check security settings in Facebook. Oh, I do that on a regular basis. That's smart. With all of my social media platforms. See, that's brilliant. And you, mm -hmm. as we already d discovered, you're a very smart person. And quite frankly, that should be something that you ought to put on your calendar for maybe once a quarter. Go check mm -hmm. your security settings on social media. Here's something else you should do once a quarter. You should go in and, um, and this is totally off subject, but I just thought this. Once a quarter, go into uh, LinkedIn and request recommendations once a quarter. Mm -hmm. I think we talked about we that. We did talk about that last week, as a matter of fact, yeah. or about 10 days ago now. Because it's one of the ways that you can really optimize your LinkedIn profile is, is by getting people to say, yes, Jane is fantastic, and she's great mm -hmm. for these specific reasons. Mm -hmm. And if you can get those once a quarter, just one once a quarter would be great. So I always say, send out four requests. Once mm -hmm. a quarter, send out four requests. Hopefully, you get a 25% return. One person will do it. So those are a couple things. Once a quarter, make sure that you're uh, make sure you are 
checking your social media that it is secure. You're checking the security mm -hmm. settings and that you're asking for recommendations on LinkedIn. And you know, Mark, with so many access to reminders now, that's not a difficult thing for anybody to do. You can set a, re right. a reminder or calendar prompt on your, your phone, your, your device, whatever you use to pop up. Yep. Just so you plug it in yep. and forget about it. And do it on a day that is that you know you'll be free. Yes. So I always check the batteries on my smoke detectors on Thanksgiving. Well, then maybe that's when I should check my, uh, I should check to make sure my recommendations are going out and that my uh, security settings are good on my mm -hmm. social media. Hmm. Change your batteries, check your security settings. I think we just started something. I think we did. <laughs> So let's talk about one more thing, and then we're going to shift over and, and chat with you a little bit here. Um, so LinkedIn has just relaunched Pages. So th this is the company page, and they, they're, the specific name that they use are, is called LinkedIn Pages. And there are, if you're wondering about this, and I'm going to tell you, we're going to gloss over this, and the challenge is, is there's so much robust information that we're not going to get to. I just want to start off with, go to LinkedIn. If you have a company page, go to LinkedIn, look under help, and type in LinkedIn Pages in the help menu right on LinkedIn, and you'll get three, four links that'll explain what's going on with LinkedIn Pages. But here's what's going on. Here's what's great. Right now, Facebook is marginalizing uh, the company pages inside their system. And the reason is they want the users to have more of a personal experience. I think that'll change, but I think that's a short-term pendulum swing. Mm -hmm. LinkedIn is probably taking advantage of that. And so they've decided, let's make our LinkedIn pages more robust. Let's make it easier for organizations to interact with their employees, with their customers, and their followers through their company pages. So it is a good time, kind of like talking about checking your security settings, it's a good time to go check your company page. Go in, one of the things, as a matter of fact, there's a tagline, new feature, right under, uh, right under the, the description of your company now, it says tagline, and you can add a tagline. Well, that's brand new. So go in, check it, make sure you have all the fields uh, uh, really broken out so that you can interact better with your customers because you're going to be able to connect to more customers this way. One of the great things that's happening is they're doing a better job connecting to Vimeo through LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. So if you want to share video, you want to share it on Vimeo because if you do and you pop it onto LinkedIn from Vimeo, it now looks like a native video. So that's some of those things that are going on. Use hashtags. Hashtags are a great way to grow your audience with people who are not necessarily following you or connected to you. So I always plug in hashtag ePresence. Uh, in fact, this just happened the other day. I'm trying to remember. Oh, I, I do a lot of work for, for a local high school on their social media. And one of the parents sent me a note and said, please tag. And they did. They plugged in hashtag. And it was a handle. And I recognized it. It's, it's not a hashtag. They actually want me to put an at, an at sign, you know, at that handle. But they said hashtag. So people do that. They'll look for ePresence online and they'll type in hashtag ePresence. And so I always plug that on in every single post, hashtag ePresence. Think about what is your, uh, what, you, what is that word, what are those series of words that'll help people find what you do, Jane, and put it on all your posts and make that a standard. Uh, and people will start to follow that as more people are familiar with your content. Well, Mark, and I can tell you at, at our conversation about 10 days ago came out of my desire to be more intentional with LinkedIn next year. You remember that conversation yes, we I had? Do. And I will tell you for all of our listeners that about two months ago, I started being more intentional and in using hashtags on LinkedIn. Good. 
and I have seen a difference either in comments or likes or shares or views, mm -hmm. primarily views. Right. So it does work. It does. If you're consistent. It is. So if you go into the search bar on LinkedIn and type in hashtag whatever subject, mm -hmm. you're going to find people talking about that subject all across LinkedIn, whether you're following them or not. Yes. You're hoping to harness one of those those searches when they're looking for something that is that you're really good at and you plugged in that hashtag, they're going to they're going to migrate and they're going to see your content. Mm -hmm. So that's always very important. Let's see, what else do we need to talk about on pages? I want to make sure we have time to talk to you here. Um, I got a quick question for yep, you, Mark, away. while you're looking. So what would you recommend to a business about a setting up a LinkedIn business page or not? Uh, do it. The number one reason I, t I say to do it is because when your company is, has a company page, you can drop in a logo on the company page, and then that logo will appear on all the employees that work at that organization, as long as they've selected the organization correctly, and it makes your LinkedIn profile look better. I can't tell you how many people that we work with, since we help people clean up their personal profiles, that they say, hey, I, I need a logo right there on, on that job. And I, Well, the problem is, is that company hasn't created a page, or they created a page, but they have it dropped in a logo, or a company that has 30 or, 30 or so employees, and the employees have said that they work at XYZ Corp, and LinkedIn sees that it's all these employees saying they work there, LinkedIn will create a page for them. It's an interesting. They'll create a company page. Interesting. You can go claim it, but they'll create that page because they need to have those employees dropped in a bucket. Mm. So go out there, claim the page, and, and I would drive content there. It is hard, unless you're willing to spend money on advertising, to drive people to your company page. It is, it is difficult. However, start dropping content, make sure your employees are connected to your page, and it'll be a great way to recruit employees. So if you're trying to hire someone, they're going to go to the company page. You need to make sure that page reinforces that they want to work for you because of all the reasons that are important to work at that organization. Good insights. So just a few things. There's so much more yes. on, on the reasons why you should have a company page, but those are a good start. So. Did you hear what happened at that Facebook just gave an employee opinion survey? Did you hear about this? I did. Yeah. I'm going to tell you some, I'm going to give you some numbers and I have a feeling you can help Facebook. So an internal survey, you like how I did that, right? <laughs> an internal survey found that 52% of Facebook employees, oh, by the way, I, I need a reference. This came off of the Wall Street Journal this week. So the internal survey found 52% of Facebook employees were optimistic about Facebook's future down from this is an unbelievable drop, down from 84% the year before. The darkening mood comes amid a dropping share price, leadership turmoil, and disclosures of privacy violations. So this is, we've all heard what's going on with Facebook. We don't need to rehash all that. And I think working at Facebook has probably been a bit uh, difficult because I'm, I'm thinking, gosh, if I'm getting stock options and I'm looking at the price of stock, in fact, this is interesting, if I was hired at, at uh, Facebook last year, the stocks that I got last year are worth less today than they were last year. So after, over a year, stocks have dropped that much. And so that could probably dampen a little bit of my spirit. Sure. All right, so here I am. I'm Mark Zuckerberg. We're sitting here and talking. Mm -hmm. we, we're looking at these, these numbers together. What do you say to me about, gosh, Mark, this needs to be solved. Here's some things you need to look at. Well, I would be looking at it from the inside. Good. As Facebook is kind of being attacked so to speak from the outside with the stock prices dropping mm -hmm. with the media being a attacking them with the right. morale being low leadership change it's got to be hard I would it's got to be hard yeah. when the core 
of the company, of any company, Mark, mm -hmm. is not strong. That worked well, and not, Mark. You got that? <laughs> I'm so glad you picked up I'm on so, that. Yes. And, and aligned with the, core, with the core values. Yeah, please call me Mr. Z. Mr. Z. <laughs> then I would say we need to do some work on realigning the core. Right. And strengthening that and getting back to what, what our mission and objective really is. So the mission of Facebook... I don't have it in front of me. The mission of Facebook is something about changing the world, helping communities get together and help them do good. Right. Right. So you would you would say we got to drive back to that in some way. Right. Internally. Let's look internally. When any business or organization or person gets out of a line with the core of who they are or what their value system is, they get themselves in trouble eventually. Hmm. So they create chaos. All right, so here I am. I'm, you know, I, I have my own company. Uh, my my core value is, and ultimately, my desire is to grow a company that's strong enough that I can bring uh, staff members in and give them a great job, so they can do all the other things they want to do and have a great job. Right. I come in in the morning. I look at my emails. I hate email. I have to go with all my emails. I've got people that are calling me. I got people who want to get paid. I've got. Uh, bills that are lining up. I got all this accounting stuff, and I can get pulled off of the mark of saying, okay, my ultimate mission is this. How do I stay focused on my mission? That is a very good question. Oh, did I stump you? No, you Dog want the answer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how do I do that? You build in interrupters into your day that keep you from getting derailed. Oh. Ooh. Give me an example of an interrupter. You don't like emails. Hate them. <laughs> I would imagine with that, I'm just speculating, sure. Mark, that... M Mr. Z. Mr. Z. <laughs> <laughs> that you can start working on, on uh, addressing your emails, and two or three minutes later, something may come along, you know, kind of like the movie Squirrel, yeah, and you derail yeah. yourself from that email because you don't like it in the first place. Right. So you get distracted and you get pulled in a different direction. Right. Therefore, the email doesn't get done. Right. So an interrupter is that has, that has become a pattern. You have developed a neural pathway in your brain that that's how you operate. Mm -hmm. So to change that neural pathway, you have to interrupt it, which huh. means set a clock for 10 minutes, set a timer okay. for 10 minutes, and that's all you focus on are emails. At the end of that 10 minutes, you stop and you move on to something else. Hmm. You have now interrupted your pattern. Okay, and then so I move on to something else, but i got to go back to those emails. Exactly. Right? So somewhere later in the morning or the afternoon, you come back to another 10 minutes. So the interrupter is a planned interrupter yes. versus something that is unplanned. That's exactly. uncontrolled. So exactly. it becomes a controlled interrupter. Right. Oh, that's brilliant. And, and hmm. when we're passionate and we love what we do, sometimes we can get so excited that we want to expand so quickly under the guise of helping people or influencing people that we get derailed and away from what we started with to begin with. Oh, that happens all the time. Yeah. Well, absolutely. Because I'm a communicator, um, I have often, if I have to do a heavy task, mm -hmm. right, something that is, uh, you know, spreadsheet related or something like mm -hmm. that, um, somewhere in the middle of that I will inadvertently, so to speak, find something else to do sure. right and it, it happens naturally so i said schedule that yes that's what you're telling schedule me. it oh, i love that 
Oh, I, I like that a lot. Absolutely. I am definitely going to put Interrupters, that Interrupters, it works. That's great. It works. All right, we have five minutes. I'm going to ask you another question. All right. I'm going to really, this is a good one, I think, right? So you've got so many experiences as a business coach. How do you, have you talked to your clients about social media? See, I knew I was going to get you on something. <laughs> I have. Have you? How do you? As recent as yesterday. Really? So what have, what have you found? And this is an interesting thing. You know, you've got people that are, we're all, we all, I'm, uh, me too. We all struggle with social media, right? How do we find time to do this? What do I do? Where do I spend my time at? Speaking of interrupters, right? How do I get the most out of social media without sacrificing all this time? And I, and I, I struggle with it. I have an e-publicist at, at uh, e-presence that helps push my content, mm -hmm. that helps me stay active because I'm often out and running around and doing a lot of other things. I'm not sitting at my, my desktop and I'm not using my phone effectively to do that. So when you talk to companies and they're trying to figure out how to, how can they make, how can they step it up? What are some of the suggestions that come to mind that you could share with them about doing a better job on social media? One suggestion is the, the audience that you're trying to connect with, mm -hmm. where do they live? Do they live on Twitter? Do they live on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram? Where do they live? Second question is... That's brilliant, by the way. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and then, I'm sure you use that too, and then decide what works for you within your business plan. Good. And start with that. I encourage people, if they're not doing anything social media-wise, pick one. Facebook... E that's great. Twitter, whatever, because you've got to learn to work with it consistently. It's kind of like networking events. Mm -hmm. If you want to the value of networking events and meeting people to build relationships, you've got to show up. Well, guess what? Same thing happens with social media. That's right. You've got to show up consistently. Got to be there. And the third thing I would say is give value. Give value. Brilliant. Yep. Don't make a sales pitch every time you post something. Mm -hmm. Actually, I would even say never sell. Rare, rarely. I would yeah. say rarely. Yeah. And then once you kind of establish that and see where it fits within your business plan, then determine, okay, how are you going to handle it? Mm -hmm. I have a virtual assistant who handles all of my social media campaigns of the regular nature. Right, right. So you can outsource it. Mm -hmm. You can work Brilliant. with a marketing coach you can work with a social media company mm -hmm. there are ways to get at it that are not cost intensive that, right and yet they can be done absolutely so that yeah. would be where i would start well i like it i like it and we're we're out of time and i hate to do oh, it because you and i and no. this is happens when you and i start yeah. talking it's it's just it's we have so many so many ways that we want to help yes and i do mean that i mean this is this isn't trite we we like helping and as a result you and i are always coming up with these ideas and of of ways that not ideas yeah. even ways that we've seen things work that we'd like to share with folks and try to make them a little better so um i want people to be able to find you they've got you've given some great ideas today where can people find you online social media and all that fun stuff then go to janebishop.live they, that takes them to my website, Perfect. all of my contact information. That, so that's kind of a one-stop shop. If they want to go further, you know, without having to go, they can go to Twitter at rjanebishop. 
is my Twitter handle. That's fantastic. So janebishop.live. Yes. I love that URL. Yes. That is a gr- that is a super super easy way to find pe- uh, for people to find you. Um, and and you are a speaker. I didn't bring that up. You are a public speaker. I so am. if an organization would like for you to come and share some of your coaching knowledge, absolutely, they can go to janebishop.live. Yes. And give you a tap on the shoulder and see if there's a fit. Absolutely. Oh, great. Well, fantastic. Yes. Thanks for thanks for joining me today. Well, Mark, thanks for the opportunity. I mean, yeah. it's great having this conversation with you, and I appreciate what you're dry- trying to do with business folks. Oh, and thank you. Get getting there space going so they can have a greater influence on people absolutely well thank you very much so when you want to find e-presence i want to tell you that that's very important to me very important so that's exactly so when you're looking for e-presence just hit the web and search for e-presence e-p-r-e-s-e-n-c-e e-presence don't speak to your siri and say e-presence because it'll come out like a christmas present it's e-presence be sure to like us and follow us on uh, Facebook or LinkedIn or Twitter. You can find us using the handle of ePresenceME, all together, no dots, no dashes, uh, ePresenceME. Uh, we're always sharing tips and thoughts on the ways that you can better harness your professional social media. Uh, so go there and check those things out. Follow this. Uh, we have our own um we have our own podcast called How's Your E-Presence, and it, we take this podcast and we drop it in this show. We drop it on that podcast channel, and you can pull that up anytime. This show is broadcast live on the third Thursday of every month at 3 o'clock Eastern. Just remember the third Thursday at 3, and you can listen to any of our shows 24-7 by going to businessradiox.com and selecting the Gwinnett Studio and then clicking How's Your E-Presence. You'll see that show logo right there. Uh, let's see what else is going on. Um, let's, uh, that's really it. I, I, that's it. You know, I'm a public speaker. So if you'd like for me to come by and spend some time with your organization, as a matter of fact, that's how Jane, that's how we met. That's we how met we a, met at an event. Absolutely. Uh, uh, what, what women want, what women want networking is, organization. Yeah, yes. Very a great, powerful group of women. So, um, so, you know, we could go together and, and, and you could do a coaching we gig. We could have and a Mark could, and Jane show. I, <gasps> You know what? I think we I think we're on to something. We here. should work on that. Yeah, we need to do that. So <laughs> So for more about ePresence again, go find us at epresence.me. That's epresence.me because it's all about you and you can use any of your social media platforms using the handle epresence.me. Until next time for my guest Jane, thanks for being here. Thank I'm you. Mark Galvin and this has been How's Your ePresence on Business Radio X. Mm-hmm.